I am not kidding, is the most punchable face in the history <laughs> of the world. That right there. Rugby wrap-up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield. God's gift to rugby, gift a band of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, bother. Hey, what a crazy week, huh? Great rugby controversy, all that kind of jazz. And we've got John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gift A. Bailu, rugby's gift to mankind, a.k.a. the king, in the green room doing what they do, which is not a lot, other than just not hurting themselves without the assistance of a padded suit. Uh, but I'm going to take a quick look back before we bring them in and predict what's going to happen. New York went into New England needing an Atlanta loss or a basic win while they got a bonus point win. Both the Free Jacks and New York played creative lineups, though, before a great crowd in a great venue. New York held on to win 21-14, keeping the Flap Jackals from sweeping the season series. New England did not cover the three-point spread. In Atlanta's snake pit, the NOLA Gold were in it for a while, but some ill-disciplined play and another big second half by Rugby ATL saw the home team get a five-point bonus point win, secure a home playoff game, and cover the eight-point spread 45-19. to the Sabercats clawed the Gilgronies for a bit, but eventually succumbed to penalties. And Bryce Campbell and Co. in the back line. Austin covered the six-point spread in the process. At Choctaw Stadium in Dallas, the Jackals looked like they might get that elusive first win as the score was but 7-5, 51-plus minutes in. But the Warriors and Battle Ram, Paul Lasique, poured it in from there and won comfortably 33-5. And Utah did not cover the 30-point spread as they missed a conversion at death, sending John Bradshaw Layfield into a thumb-sucking fetal position for two days. In Canada, Toronto wanted to send off their faithful fans with a victory over Old Glory and looked to be on target. But Renata roberts Tanata played a big part in a big upset as DC snapped arrow after arrow and ultimately won 50-35. Toronto did not cover the seven point spread. Finally, the Seattle Seawolves faced a monumental must win situation in LA and the Giltinis were looking to hold home field advantage over ATL and New York should it come to that. The Giltinis though dried up in the second half and Seattle fans were seen two-stepping in Tukwila as the sea wave flooded the Coliseum with Seawolf points, 37 to 25. LA did not cover the seven-point spread. Okay, let's take a quick break, and then we'll bring in John Bradshaw Layfield and Gift A. Baylor. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street.
And let's bring in John Bradshaw Layfield and Gift A. Baylu. John, of course, the WWE legend and Gift is uh, rugby's gift to mankind and AK the King. John is telling me that I'm number one in his love. No, I'm not. I'm telling you to f off. Is that because you're one of those cheating Texans? Is that why? Because this stuff with Texas is wrong, all right? Texas had never cheated. Houston Astros didn't cheat. SMU didn't cheat. No one has ever cheated in the history of Texas. Roger All Clemens, Andy Pettit. Major, oh, shut up. All that's <laughs> happening at Major League Rugby is they're jealous because rugby was invented in the South, in Texas, and the great state of Louisiana. That's Amen. where rugby was invented, and they have been persecuting us ever since. So all you rugby guys out there, kiss my But, but guys, this really this hurt you guys with your picks. No, no, yeah. lies. Because, because see, that was, a, that was an issue I wanted to bring up. To show. There was no loss against uh, Austin. Uh, and disqualification does not equate to a loss. On the game field, that was won with the points. What no. happens to our playoff, for playoff contention, mm -hmm. absolutely. They're not able no, to move no. forward. At best, what you said is, <laughs> at best, what we have is simply an inability to make any decision for the playoffs. But in terms of the game, in regular season, as by regulation, Austin won. Why? Because they got to play the game. If they were truly, truly, truly disqualified, they would not have been able to play the game. But they did. And hence, Houston lost by the point. You lost. You should be three and three. I should be three and three. John should be five and one. And that is the truth. <laughs> yeah. And put your little Dikembe wannabe finger back in the holster, pal. Not in my so, house. What I've got right here is a championship bear. Look at that. Championship bear. You know why? Because Winnie the Pooh is from Texas. Amen. And people say, oh, he cheated, he cheated, he cheated. Pooh, that's Pooh right there flipping you off. That oh, is you know, that is so wrong on so many different levels. I don't know how you can actually walk down the street without a, a hood and some big glasses, A, because of your face, but B, because of your behavior. It's just it's important. All right, guys. So now we're back and we have the task of picking these two playoff games, the eliminators, the Eastern Conference Eliminator and the Western Conference Eliminator. That's if and somebody else doesn't get thrown out of the league by this week. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so yeah. did Major League Rugby schedule these two playoff games at exactly the same time? They did not. They did not. They're uh, fortunately on Saturday night, Eastern time, Atlanta in Atlanta hosts New York. The Rattlers, Rugby ATL, laying four against New York, who won on the road in New England, John. Yep, uh, my New England uh, my New England jersey, by the way. I don't know if you saw this, but they sent it to me because I'm friends with all of them. That's right. That's how <laughs> how come you don't wear it? You never wear it. Because it, it, it's built for a person. It's built – it's a game jersey, and it's tight, and I'm 55. And when you're 55, you don't wear things that are tight. This, this game, I believe, is going to be close because of hype. He's a great kicker. He, uh, I think New York has. New if York he's healthy, eat. if he's healthy, is he going to be healthy? We don't know. We don't know. They're keeping uh, the, the. They're under. Uh, they got closed fists with the with the the rosters for this week, so we don't know, ladies and gentlemen. So this is going to be one of those ifs, John. If Jack Heighton plays, I think he is. If Heighton plays, which I feel like he will, I mean, if, if he can play at all, he's going to be out there. And these are all tough guys. All these rugby guys are tough guys. He, if he can play, he'll be out there. He, They need him, definitely. And if he does, this is going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be a, a pretty close game anyway. However, I, I feel like New York has kind of played to their competition. 
at, when they've had to play really well, they have played really well. I mean, the, the stuff they do with the grubber kicks and the, the kicks and their kicking game has just been amazing. I think New York is going to go into the snake pit and they're going to run Rick Shaw oh. on Atlanta. Rick Shaw. Rick Shaw. That segues to you, Gift. Rick Shaw. Yeah. They're going to boat race them. <laughs> they're going to boat race them and molly whop them. Here's one thing we got to take into consideration. It's going to be, it's June 11th. All right. It's June 11th, middle of the summertime. New York is coming down to Atlanta. All right. Atlanta just came off from their win back in May, May 22nd, in Hoboken, straight molly whopping. Little brother, New York. The last time New York had the chance to be able to win was back in February on a barely win. Look, when I tell you that this is going to be one of those games where there's a deeply seated, a deeply seated rivalry of playoff, because again, Atlanta had to go through at New York last time, last year. But they have to go up. Atlanta's about to defend this house. The Rattlers about to bite. There's going to be some stings. There's going to be venom. Like, this is going to be a big game. And I don't know if New York is going to be able to deal with the sweaty, hot, disgusting humidity that's about to come out of Atlanta on top of the level of firepower that Atlanta is going to have, especially because I think they still want to prove the point that they can still be championship contenders without Scott Lawrence. So look at Atlanta to not just get the points, but also get the win on this one. A little added incentive, you're saying. Got to continue. You, you, the mission continues. The mission continues. All right. Well, Let, listen, stop right there. Just play any segment that you've said about New York for the past three years. Right? <laughs> any segment. Because all you're going to do, you're going to pretend like you're trying to think about it, and you're going to go with New York. This so is, go ahead. Go with New York. This is fake news. Fake rugby news, fake Layfield news. He's about to say, you know, I'm going to go with Atlanta to lose. No, because <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick whom I think is going to win. And as we have indicated, I have the best record out of the three of us this season. And Off of I a technicality that the, wasn't supposed to exist. Yep. Sh- <laughs> Again, they just reaffirmed that that is the ruling. That is the ruling. And John gets the wooden spoon again this week and the, the, the bigger wooden spoon for the season. Congratulations, John. Go ahead. Go ahead. Climb up Steve Lewis's butt. Go ahead. Do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm a turtle. I'm in Steve Lewis's butt. Okay. You know what? We could be sophomoric about this or we could be adults and continue the We're show. Not. No, no, no. We're more juvenile than sophomoric. This, to, this is like seventh, eighth grade. Try to make some people some money. You know, they're they're betting their hard-earned cash on what we New actually York say every here. week. You're not trying to make people money. You're trying to ingratiate yourself to Stephen <laughs> Lewis. Well, when the team is, you know, got double-digit wins on the season, it would indicate that they're doing. Atlanta something has right. double-digit wins too, and Bingo. a higher seed placement. Here's the Bingo. thing. If you would stop interrupting me, this could be deja vu all over again in Atlanta. Because if you remember last year, it was a deja vu with your comments all over again, Yogi Berra. A one point win, deja vu all over again. Thank you, Yogi, Mm -hmm. and thank you, Gift, because you are rugby's Yogi Berra. But one point win last year with New York having to start, have play that whole game with a backup fly half. And it was a one point loss, eight seven in Atlanta. This could very well be an exact duplicate of that match because New York might have to have 
Andy Ellis starting if Jack Hyten is not available. But if Jack Hyten's available, that's a whole different animal. So I'm doing this with the caveat. Four points is a lot of points in this match. I think it's going to be a close match. I think New York covers. Atlanta may win. Atlanta may win. But I think New York covers this spread, and that's what this show is about. God damn it. So you're picking New York. You're picking New York. I'm picking with the spread. I I don't know what else I'm supposed to do here. Am I supposed to ignore the math? Am I supposed to ignore the history? Am I supposed to ignore the intangibles? Last game was are- 38. Last game was uh, 38 to 3 at Atlanta's favor. That was an anomaly. It was an aberration. <laughs> Guys were sick. They were sad. They had a lot on their minds. They were sad. They were very sad. What were they sad about? They were sad about a lot. They were sad about losing 38 to 3 at home. <laughs> were you sad of, when your dog ran off from you because your dog hates you? In, oh. Joe Basser's parents and Sam Windsor's parents had come in from Australia to witness that debacle. And I blamed them on the air. I said that the Australian parents jinx. And it was. Mm. They're not gonna mm. be, they're not allowed to go to Atlanta. <laughs> no, no Papa Mama Windsor, no Papa Mama Basser. You're not going to the match. So oh, New York, goodness. New York might, might win this one, but I think they'll definitely cover that four point spread. Is that so wrong? Is that so wrong? No. Hey, hey look at me. I'm gift. Don't stoop to his level gift. You're a King. Every King's got to appreciate whenever you got the best hall of famer on the side, you follow greatness. <laughs> He's the people's King. Like the rock was the people's champion. King A. Baylor is the people's king. All right. We're going to follow greatness right after this commercial break. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman. Riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. make for a winning presentation your orders are guaranteed same day shipping drop by our online store and follow us for exclusive content rugbynow.com in the western <laughs> conference because of all the kerfuffle we got going on guys we got la it ain't kerfuffle <laughs> people got caught cheating is what it is and they got thrown out right before the playoffs i'm begging them to figure this out sometime halfway through the season John, this is all alleged, John. We don't have any proof in front of us on paper, so let's just go by what oh, Wait, wait a minute. They kicked them out of the playoffs? <laughs> they had legend. <laughs> okay, but we don't know what the violations were. It was just a statement issued by the league. And our job... I'll tell you what the violations were. I found this right here. <laughs> the Giltini's locker room. <laughs> They're 
handed out money like lifesavers. Again, that's alleged. We don't have any de- definitive proof that that, that is, is true. Alleged. I found this in the locker room. <laughs> He's kidding, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as I perspire here. All right, so in that Western Conference, because of the kerfuffle thing that John doesn't seem to like, uh, Houston is now the Western Conference leaders. So they get the bye week. And they'll be hosting the winner of Seattle versus San Diego. San Diego, who's coming off their beach parties of two weeks to find out that they're playing again. And Seattle, who's really banged up after that unbelievable victory in Los Angeles at the Coliseum with basically a mash unit on the field. So with that, we have Seattle minus three, John. This is going to be the home field advantage, the best ever in the history of this league is going to be this weekend in that death star black hole starfire stadium. So as good as Joe Peterson is, and he is a stud, I'm going with what I think is the better coach team and home field advantage. I am going with Seattle to roll them boys. Wow. All right. And, and you're saying this is better home field advantage than San Diego had at their home stadium in San Diego for the final and LA had, at the Coliseum in their final pick. Yes. Yes, because of the crowd. You had, what, 10 people in an 80,000 capacity stadium? Again, it's alleged, <laughs> Coliseum. alleged mathematics on the part of JBL. We unequivocally and categorically This stadium is going to be full and rocking. People in Seattle love this rugby team. It's going to be a great home field advantage. All right. Okay. No way Gift. San Diego and L.A. Competes, competes with them for home field advantage. No possible way. King, please, please, King, shed some light on this. The, the, the green cauliflower people hosting the match and San Diego thought they were on the beach for good. Let me just say this up front and first. This is going to be by far the worst three games of, of playoffs that you had. These are going to be the least entertaining game. Why? Because we have the preception that we are not getting the best teams. We already have the preception that these teams have come in. Basically, this is like the replacements. All right. This is like the replacements coming in for the playoffs. We're going to take those people and try to put together a winning team. Nothing else. They should be fun to watch. They are already shut down. They shut their bodies down to come and rise back in. Like they're half-assing it at this point. So I have the lowest of expectations for Houston, which I will consider at this point. All you know, I've looked for uh, for Houston. I love them, but they're going to be the worst number one seed uh, in the three years of the four years of these uh, uh, MLR games. It's, and the second and third seed, just it's not. So that being said, that being said, I wanted to put that out there. I actually put this on San Diego. I think that injuries. Seattle is going to have the better crowd because those guys, like everybody who is in Seattle, has been hyping so hyped since they got in under the technicality of well, they drink Austin a lot of coffee. Out. Lots of coffee. I exactly it, sure why not? But it, it, I'd say more broccoli. But it's more of a, that they they just been nutritioned up for it. But the team itself, the team itself, I think they put all on the line against LA to end out that LA you know run to be like, hey, we you, we might not get in, but we LA who really wasn't even trying to win on that game. Whereas you have the San Diego team who. I have the lowest, I don't have the highest respect for San Diego as a competitive team because they always tend to underwhelm, but they are healthy. In all honesty, they're healthy. 
they they're gonna go up healthy. They might have been partying, if you want to say allegedly, even though we all John, know they have John been said that. enjoying themselves the hell out, John. and they're rested and relaxed. They're gonna be out of shape. They're gonna suck for the first half, and then they come in because injuries suck in the playoffs. The Seattle like movie story ended the moment that L.A. got knocked out. Whoa. So now it's going to be, hey, who's going to be the fastest to the bottom? Look, I, I give this one San Diego. Come up from that boring ass town to go up into the other boring ass town to be able to enjoy some Sunfire Stadium crowds and, you know, cheer it up. <laughs> so, so you're taking the battle. This is the battle of the bored ass town. Well, but gift in your in your uh, diatribe there, I actually was I heard some stuff that made sense. And San Diego is healthy-ish, as far as we know. Um, they haven't had to play, which could work for them or against them. Seattle, they're banged up, but they're playing at home against in, in that boring-ass town. Uh, maybe that's why that stadium is so exciting, because they got absolutely nothing else going on up there. So <laughs> they have good beer in that stadium. I'm going Seattle. Seattle, yeah. All right, gentlemen, final thoughts. John, I know you're pretty uh, pretty passionate about what's going on with the league. Uh, yeah, it's like the old, uh, what is it, uh, Humphrey Bogart? I can't believe there's gambling in the Casablanca. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. I can't believe some players were getting paid underneath <laughs> the table. And they waited till the playoffs until they bust these teams. Ooh. Brilliant move. Well, the argument is... Do you do it afterwards after one of these teams? No, you do it halfway the season. You do it early in the season. You find a way to audit these guys. You don't mess up the playoffs. That being said, I think that these playoffs are going to be pretty good. I mean, look, I, San Diego going into Seattle is going to be a great game. The home field advantage is going to be awesome. It's going to look great on television. And I think the, the league's going to be just fine with this. But they should have done it earlier in the season. Rugby is an entertainment sport. All right. It's a entertain the key term entertainment. When you start removing entertainment, it starts to have a problem. Look, I whatever it is that happened with LA and Austin, the point was they were two of your most entertaining teams. And you just removed two of your most entertaining products. As an investor, if I was an investor when and then when that time actually comes, I would be very wary. And it makes me very concerned a lot of what is going to be happening moving forward. But that being said, these playoffs should be at least good for the East Coast. And at least it'll bring the championship back to the East Coast, since it has not been on the East Coast in any point in time in the history of MLR. So shout out to Atlanta or New York for finally being able to take over and take this championship that you deserve on the East Coast and make up for what you've been poorly doing during the regular season and not beating West Side teams because you removed your two toughest West Side teams. Finish this out. On that note, I want to thank... John Bradshaw, WWE legend, and Johnny Spoons, and Gift A. Baylou, Rutgers Gift to Mankind, aka The King. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including MLR Weekly and our College Rugby Wrap Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. And please, Get please, a please, shorter please join our American Red Cross Say goodbye. donor team. <laughs>